welcome back to our second episode of the new season of uh we're calling it a season the new season of beyond the pew today with pastor bruce rosa i'm here i am here pastor eric gill is that's here my as, that's my uh as well. host. <laughs> that's my host voice yes <laughs> why the voice because i never get to do this so i got excited yeah, welcome <laughs> to be on the view like you're like taking it very i know like, very, very seriously and, it sounds good dude yeah thanks i might i might do that again uh but today we have a special guest we do yeah it's the guy who normally was behind the camera yeah you've been you've been that's part right. of this prog uh, uh of this Beyond the Pew from the very beginning. Podcast. Yeah, from, podcast, the, from, the, from the birth. From the of birth. The, of the podcast, yeah. yeah you were part the of the a team that came up with the name, too. That's right. And the logo. That's right. Yeah. And the time of release. Yeah. Well. W what else do you do? Uh, I mean, some content here and there. <laughs> I feel like we could we could revisit the logo at some point, though. At some point. Yeah. I understand that. John, but, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, what's your name and what do you do here? Yeah, okay. My name is John Lewis. Uh, I have the privilege of serving the church um, kind of as like a marketing guy. So I help with communications and graphic design, visual direction, all that stuff. Uh, I've been doing it for, I mean, really since my wife and I moved here to Ohio, been involved in some capacity. Um, so it's been like three years almost that I've been involved. Mm. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. It's good stuff. Yeah. And if you want to connect some dots, your wife is Kelly Lewis. That's right. Who used to be our previous woman's director. That's right. She was, yeah. Yeah. But awesome. she's not anymore. She's not anymore. Sorry. No. Like we, we, we miss Kelly. Uh, Chris is doing a fantastic job. Um, <laughs> Kelly did a great job as our women's director, and she's still involved here at the mm -hmm. church, and so yeah. we're, we're grateful yeah. for that. So, uh, But, John, we appreciate what you're doing, and, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know that you're doing communications and marketing, and yet they're seeing the product of you yeah. serving in that capacity. So we appreciate you in what you're doing. You're doing a lot of important things. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I yeah. kind of like not – I like being behind the camera. Being in front of the camera, this is a new experience yeah. for me. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, we, how long have we done this for? Like, or how many episodes have we had? Like, I don't know the answer to that. How many over, seasons? Over fifty episodes. Is this season I would say. three? Season three. Season and three. this is the first wow. time that your face is behind, is in front of the That's camera. Facts. It's pretty cool. That's fact. Yeah. Well, it's an but, honor. Yeah, but uh, back to marketing because I think that, like, you know, what what is your job? This your job title? Uh, marketing and communications director director yeah. but so like when you think of a church that title sounds more like a title that you would find in like a business mm. so like why would you say that something like marketing and communication it is so essential for the church yeah i mean i think marketing gets a bad rap just because like you you do you associate it with like corporations you associate it with business you associate marketing and advertising with like revenue growth, right? Trying to make more money, trying to increase profits. Um, but that's not the goal at a church, right? The goal really is to to just get our name out. We want people to know that Maranatha Bible Church, like my philosophy with marketing for Maranatha is I know that Maranatha is a, a gospel preaching church. I don't know of all the other churches in the area. I don't, I don't know what their statement of faiths are, right? I don't know their standard of conduct, but I know that Maranatha is faithfully teaching and following biblical commands. And so for me, it's like if anyone in our area wants to learn more about Christianity, wants to learn more about the Bible, wants to begin a relationship with Jesus Christ, I want them to think, oh yeah, Maranatha. I've heard of that church. I've seen the M logo. I know some people that go there. They've talked to me a little bit about it. I want Maranatha to be top of mind in our community. Um, so that's really the purpose of marketing because without marketing, you don't have that. Yeah. Um, so again, it gets kind of like a bad rap because it's very like corporate. Uh, but the reality is it's just it's just 
spreading awareness, right? Like you could, you could spin the word marketing to just be awareness and then everyone's like more comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important because if you have, for lack of a better term, a product you want people to be aware of, right? yeah. exactly. marketing, advertising, communications is going to be essential. It's going to be necessary. Mm -hmm. And it used to be, you know, many years ago when it came to the church world, there wasn't social media and there wasn't mm -hmm. so much of advertisement and there wasn't so much of, you know, products that are being thrown in people's faces and drawing and vying for people's attention and time. We live in a day and age now where, you know, we want to get in front of people what yeah. we're doing as a church, because if we don't, they're completely unaware of it. And to your point, there are other gospel preaching churches in the area that are healthy churches that are ministering to people, and they equally want to put in front of people what they're doing. So mm -hmm. part of the role you play is is putting in front of our people as well as potential other people, uh, yes. you know, people that yeah. would be aware. Hey, there's something happening here, yes. and yeah. if we believe in it enough, we want everybody to know about it. And yeah. so it's a huge, you know, yeah. thing. But it's also very important yeah. for the and, church. And the goal of marketing isn't, at least from my perspective, isn't let's take uh, like members of other Bible believing, sure. gospel preaching like churches. Like you're not trying to steal customers per se. Like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, <laughs> not at all. Um, it's more if, if, if you're an individual that's looking for a church, right? If you've never been a part of a church, if you're not a Christian or you're just beginning to like like form a relationship with Jesus Christ, then I think Maranatha is like the perfect place for you. Um, and so if you don't have awareness they're never going to come here. They're going to end yeah. up somewhere else. Yeah. And I think it's like your job is so unique and so new that there are some misconceptions and there are some like hesitation. Like sure. in, my, in my background, you know, like I come from a Baptist church, that, uh, a small Baptist church that like if you ever brought up, like, hey, we need someone on staff that is responsible for marketing and communication. You either get laugh or you get put into church discipline because that that's that's unheard of. Of. Like, like, you know, like we don't need those things. We're only going to preach the word of God, which right. we do need to preach the word of God. Right? right. But that idea of like, oh, we got to add all these other layers for, for that to happen is, is unheard of. So yeah. like in your experience, what are some misconceptions you, you face when it comes to this idea of marketing or communication? Yeah. I, I mean, I think the misconception is just that the church, like you market to grow, to make more money. Right. Like, I think that's the misconception is that ultimately and it, it, it comes from, I think, us, we've seen church leaders kind of abuse like position and power and use it to to kind of line their pockets. But, you know, I've seen the back end of the numbers that Maranatha here, at, you know, your, your pockets are not lined. No one's pulling up in a Maserati right here. At, yeah. Right. Not yet. Not yet. Not speaking of me. Like, like I'm thinking about some <laughs> Bruce. Yet, he says that's accurate. John. Yeah, that is accurate. Very accurate. Yeah. 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 So I think. When it comes to misconceptions <laughs> about marketing, you're talking like it's 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 easy to assume that man they just want more money, they just want more people in their building, they just want X Y Z. When the reality is, we just want the gospel to be heard. We want more people to be reached, and you need an effective communication strategy, an effective marketing strategy to do those things. Um, so it's really not at all about bottom line. I mean, I think something that people don't even realize and i don't know if this is true for other churches but i know for us that when we when we sell church merch from our store it's all sold below the cost that it takes to get it so we're losing money or meeting sure. the cost of every single article of of, mm -hmm. of clothing or merch whatever that we sell not an ounce of it is is profit not a cent of it is profit you know um and so i think there're just some misconceptions and for me and my experience they've all all those misconceptions have been around uh just revenue yeah you know because there's like an air of like, 
you see all these mega churches or these churches where like they make it a perfect to market themselves as if what they were giving was an actual product. Sure. Because they're trying to make profit out of it. Right. right? Yeah. And we and obviously we don't know we don't know right. the hearts and, and yeah. what ultimately the goals of other ministries are, but there is a there are examples and sadly a few examples are enough to spoil yes. like yeah. everybody's example. Yes of how people have capitalized or abused, right? right? Marketing and communications for profits. And yeah. so I think one of the things that people kind of misconception as well is they don't have any idea of, of the amount of ministry happenings that are going on in any given week, let alone per month mm -hmm. at, at Maranatha or mm -hmm. at some other churches where, you know, we have ministries to every age group, mm -hmm. right? And every in-between age group. And we have, you know, a balance of church ministry versus community ministry and outreach ministry. And so that also, I think, is a misconception is that almost someone giving eyes to marketing and um, communications isn't really necessary because is there really that much going on? Mm -hmm. And the answer yeah. is like, yes, there is that much going on, mm -hmm. you know, as you know. Mm -hmm. And so, People miss that sometimes because they're unaware mm -hmm. of, of the amount. I mean, people don't even know, like, there's a lot of communication that they're not getting because they're not in a particular area for the communication to be mm -hmm. received okay. that is happening on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. and, and you're navigating all that and you're yeah. kind of structuring all that. So it's a huge need. And, and to your point, it doesn't have anything to do with the leadership of the church saying, hey, how do we make more you know, money? How do we get more income? How do we expand our budget? It has right. entirely everything to do with, we want as many people as possible to be impacted with the gospel. Mm -hmm. We want to do it in an orderly way and with excellence. And mm -hmm. so one of the ways that we've identified to do that is through a communications and marketing strategy that allows people to receive what we want them to receive yeah. mm -hmm. for, for the benefit of the gospel. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, sorry. Ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I think one of the things that was really like it, it was a curveball for me when when I was a part of the staff full time, right? When I was doing this job full time, it was I, I never got like a hey John, we want to grow the church by twenty percent. So we want you like that's your goal for this year is to is to grow grow our congregation, grow our budget by twenty percent. Yep. It was none of that. It was just like hey, we just want people to be in the loop on yep. on what's happening here. Which which you have been in other roles, not at Maranatha, but in different places where. Those things have been communicated, and because you have had similar roles, like like the one you had, you have a Marinata now, and other places, and those things have been communicated to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, any marketing job I've ever had, other than this one at Marinata, has been, hey, the purpose of your job is to grow leads, is to grow revenue, is to grow X, Y, Z. Um, at Marinata, that's that's it's just never been on the table. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's always just been, hey. Our people need to know what's going on. How do we make it easy for everyone to know like what's happening here yeah. at Maranatha? And I think that like something that kind of like open everybody's eyes, or at least most people's eyes, to the necessity of what you do uh, was during COVID. That uh, everybody was isolated. They was limited access to things, and so now everybody, you know, not not just our church, but but most churches, we're trying to figure out how do we get our stuff out to the people. You know, so involved communication, like, you know, like even this podcast, like we, you were part of that conversation. It's like, Hey, how do we encourage our people beyond Sunday? Mm. How do we, or encourage and challenge our people beyond Sunday? So like we sat down and we discussed, okay, this is an, a, a way that we could do that by creating, you know, something as simple as a podcast, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but you mentioned early like merch, like I think in merch is a big misconception as far as like, why, why spend money on that? Why is that something that a church, 
uh, why should a church sell something? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you may have somebody uh, that would quote that passage where Jesus comes and flips tables mm-hmm. because you've turned my my house of the Lord into a marketplace. You know, uh, but something like a merch, like Bruce right now is wearing a hoodie from Maranatha. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a hat from one of my minutes or one of our ministries, the the Well Monthly Gathering. Some uh, if, good marketing. Yeah. Marketing if right you now. are 18 and 35, <laughs> we would like to see you there nice. at the last Friday of each month. But anyways, <laughs> learn from the best. Yeah. Uh, why would something like that be be uh, yes. beneficial? Um, sorry. Uh, why would why would church merch be beneficial? Yeah, like what would you, you know? Why would we spend money on that? Yeah, I mean, I think that anytime you you. Anytime you wear a brand, you're a brand ambassador, whether or not you like it. If you're wearing a Nike shirt, you're communicating like a particular set of values. Even if you don't necessarily agree with everything Nike stands for, you're still saying to some level, I like this brand, right? And I want to be okay with this brand. I want I want to be recognized um, to, to a degree, right? A lot of the times it's unconscious. But with, with church merch, to me, it's a great conversation starter. Right. If I'm at the gym and I have Maranatha Bible Church, like I'm wearing a Maranatha Bible Church hoodie, someone sees that. Maybe I, I have no idea where anyone else is at in their in their walk with the Lord. If there is a walk with the Lord, I might just be like, "Hey, man, I seen you here a couple times. Can you tell me about that church? Like, mm-hmm. like what is that? You know what I sure. mean? Or it's it's an opportunity just for us mm-hmm. to say like we're a, we're a part of a community. And we we are thankful to be a part of this community at Maranatha. Like, if you don't love being a part of Maranatha, you're not going to wear Maranatha merch, right? So we're saying something about like who we are as a church body when we wear things that represent, you know, Maranatha. Yeah. yeah. No, and and it's also, you know, it can serve as a conversation starter even for those that are not church people or unchurched people right. or, you know, people that notice, hey, I, I notice you're a part of a church because you wear consistently church, you know, merchandise, whatever. Can I just ask you a question mm-hmm. about what I'm yeah. dealing with in my life or about God or mm-hmm. about, and people gravitate towards that. I think sometimes we underestimate, mm. you know, that that's how people respond to people yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of times when they show that forth. And, um, and so a lot of people don't know as well, the shirts and, and the t-shirts that we have, you know, coffee mugs that we've had, um, different items that have had the Maranatha logo on it that we've wanted to put in people's hands you know, you're responsible for that merchandise. You're responsible for what goes into that and putting that in front of everybody. And again, that's a important part and and someone has to do that. And yeah. so you're that guy, right? You're the guy that's coming up with these creative ideas and ways that we can put this in front of people. And so we would encourage people listening, you know, see this not just as, hey, here's a shirt, hope you like it, Yeah. but see it as an opportunity, yeah. right? To be able to represent the church, represent right. Christ, um, and do so in a way that we would like to see fruit come from that. So yeah. it's more than just a T-shirt or a hoodie. Yeah, it's an opportunity that, that yeah. we're presenting. To it's not like just that. something that like that you will get just to go painting or right. or to or or, or just you when you're mowing your lawn. Like right. you have an opportunity to use this as a tool, you know. And and next week we're talking with Pastor Brian Jones about evangelism, and that could be you know something that could initiate some conversation when you're like, hey. Your part, like, what is Maranatha? Like, mm-hmm. even that, like, what does Maranatha means? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, and then that creates some some conversations. You know, mm-hmm. uh, what is there any other misconceptions that you face when it comes to like uh, that idea of marketing in the church? Yeah, I don't know if there's any any other ones. I think I think it's just a it's a very corporate word, 
And that makes people uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Because they want to believe that the church, they want to believe and they would accurately believe that the church is not part of like a, a corporate uh, entity, yeah. right? We're not interested in the bottom line. We're not interested yeah. in revenue, right? We're, we're the body of Jesus Christ. And so we're trying to build the kingdom. We're trying to share the gospel. And so we do, marketing and communication is just, it's just part of how we do that. You know, yeah. my, my heart for marketing um, even when it comes to how how it impacts the people within the church, is that it would make studying the Bible, that it would make praying, that it would make sharing your faith easier, mm-hmm. right? Aesthetic matters. Nice graphics catch your eye. Yeah. Um, and so I think a large part of of marketing, it's not just the show. It's how are we how are we equipping our congregation? Um, how are we, you know, kind of enabling them to to study God's word deeper, to have a more uh, vibrant prayer life? Those are all things that I'm I'm thinking about, and that the whole, I mean, all of us, right? Yeah. That's that's just the the job of the True. ministry staff. How are we How are we doing that? Um, yeah. I said ministry. I'm not part of the ministry staff. I well, just lumped well, myself you, in. With no, you. But no, you are. but you are. Well, you are. I mean, and Thank you. you know, there's purpose. There's purpose behind. <laughs> <You> made it. <laughs> <laughs> there's purpose behind the things that we're doing. Like, yes. right? If if we don't have a purpose for it, then then chances are we're not doing it. Yeah. There yeah. is a purpose behind it, and it's not a worldly, you know, temporary purpose. It's right. it's it has eternal value, yeah. and right. so sometimes that's easy to separate that when yeah. we think about the area of marketing communications. Mm-hmm. But there's an eternal value to the things that we're trying to accomplish and do, yeah. and everything goes back to that that we want. So even in our understanding of our church. We want our church to connect, grow, and serve, right? Mm-hmm. People have probably heard, if they're listening to this podcast and they've been at church for any amount of time, they've heard connect, grow, serve. They've seen it written. They've heard it talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, that's marketing and communications, right? Is yeah. that we're putting it consistently in front of people's hearts and minds, these things that we value and that exalt Christ and that help the believer in Christ to grow, and they kind of walk hand in hand as, mm-hmm. as we're doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah and, and like to follow on to that. So like as a church, we said it, he just said it again. We stand or we we value, connect or serve. We want every one of our members uh, and even guests to come here that they will connect with God and that they will connect with each other, that they will grow into a relationship with God and that they will serve uh, each other and God. And so those values, how do you see those things being incorporated in something like social media? Because social media is mm. a venue that in marketing, it, you utilize it, 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 you have to utilize it, you know? And so even with that, there are some hesitation or is there some questions like, what is the value of social media for a church? Should a church be, have a presence in social media? But, you know, like our church, Mary and I, they could, let's take that as an example. How do you see our values being incorporated into social media? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that, you know, at the end of the day, we're trying to meet people where they're at. You know what I mean? We, 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 it's easy to expect, I think, as a church sometimes, and maybe any kind of, you know, entity can, can fall into this, but it's easy to expect people to come to you mm-hmm. instead of thinking, no, we need to, we need to go to them. We need to make it easy to uh, know what's up at the church. We need to make it easy to share what's up at the church. We need to make it easy, 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 right? Um, so you you had shared a stat the other day. I don't know if you remember it oh, offhand about, uh, about oh, yeah. the number oh, of people. Yeah, yeah, hit us. Yeah, so there's <laughs> just over 5 billion people in the world that have internet access. How many zeros is that? And uh, I'm sorry, say that again. How many zeros for a billion? A uh, billion? Yeah, that would be um, what? Nine. nine. It would be yeah, nine wow. zeros and, a, and then and your then a first four. digit. Yeah, so <laughs> there's over 5 billion people in the world that have access to internet and of that 5 billion 
there's like 4.8 billion that are on social media or yeah. have social media accounts, which yeah. is crazy. Mm-hmm. That's 97% mm-hmm. that have a social media account. Yeah. Yeah. 4.8 billion people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by social media, we mean Facebook, Instagram, yeah. uh, TikTok, TikTok, Twitter, you know, X, now not yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You know, so. so Do either of you have TikTok? I do not. No. <laughs> I mean, I, that would be a, yeah, that nope. would be a red flag. Yeah. Really? If you yeah. had a TikTok, really? Bruce, how old are you? 45? <laughs> what? I'm 45. You say only young people? You say only young people can have TikTok? I mean, I don't. <laughs> but well, why I mean, are you defending it? Why so are you making it that I'm so old <laughs> if I were to have a TikTok? I don't know. But you'd be okay. You'd be okay. I'll be on that verge where like, I got two okay. more years left. Okay. <laughs> Very well. 31. Yeah, 31. it seems like younger people are so more... So 33 is the cutoff yeah, for TikTok. Yeah, the cutoff, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. No, I didn't know this. <laughs> Bruce is at that point where he only should be on Facebook. <laughs> wow. That's mean. That is mean. Listen, I don't. that doesn't bother me the least bit. I know. Um, I know. That's the I only said, reason. I don't really care That's the only you. reason why I say it. No, social media stuff is not... You're not going to get under my skin. Okay? Whatever. I don't care. But when it comes but to anyways. social media, the numbers show forth, this is where the world is. Yeah. yeah. Right? And so... To, to the question he's asking, how, how much of a part should that play as it yeah. relates to our, even our church people listening? Like, should they, you know, how can they engage with people? Because they're already there. They're already mm. on it. But how should their mindset be affected? Like, as it relates to the church and our involvement on social media? Yeah, I think it's just an easy, it's like an easy way to to be involved. It's an easy way to spread awareness about Maranatha Bible Church, right? Like, you might not feel comfortable just yet having a conversation with your neighbor about what's happening here at Maranatha, but maybe maybe they follow you on social media. And so that's just an easy way for for you to kind of let everyone know. It's it's the easiest way to let everyone know. Like, mm-hmm. here's what's up at, at the church. Like, you're free to join if you want to. Like, here's kind of a representation of who we are yeah. as a church. Like, so I think social media is just like, it, it kind of gets like a bad rap, yeah. I think a little bit, or, or people, I think people underestimate the value, the value. of it, yeah. right? But we're, yeah. we're trying to tell a story about who we are as a church. Yeah. And again, going back to that idea of meeting people where they're at, like they're clearly on social media. Yeah. And yeah. so when we, when we post as a church, when, when our congregation reshares what we've posted, it's, it's just meeting people where they're at. And again, the goal is not to, we're not trying to like like steal members from other churches or anything. We're saying, Hey, you've probably, I've got people that, that I follow and follow me on Instagram that don't know Jesus. Um, and so, or, or they, you know, we've had some conversations about Jesus, but nothing has really like, like come to fruition just yet. And so it's just an easy way. It's exposure. Yes. And let's be honest. I mean, I'm not on Facebook all the time, but I know on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, now X, people share things that I'm like, why did you share that? Yeah. Mm. Right. There's so many times people share something. I'm like, you really wanted that on your account Mm. that people would see you're sharing this things that are meaningless or things that are maybe funny, maybe not, or they're intended to be funny, but people share, like they share and they like things all the time. And what we're saying is it relates to social media presence is that if there's people already there regularly engaging with that from the church and the church has something happening or going on or something that's challenging, like and share it to people. Mm. Like that's that could have impact yeah. on mm. people, right? Yeah. And and that's a huge kind of like low hanging fruit mm. that's there for people in our ministry to be able to say, I want people to be aware of what's happening. Yeah. And yeah. and 
yeah, for God's and, glory. You and, know? and we and we on a previous season we talk about social media specifically. What we, season? I don't remember exactly, but one season of them, two? maybe season one. Uh, I think well, it was either season young. one or season yeah. two. <laughs> if, if this is the third season, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe season two or maybe season one. Yep. Nonetheless, yeah. we talk about how like we understand that there may be some individuals that yeah. they don't like to engage with social media because they, they. Let's be honest, there are there's a lot of garbage and 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 toxic and toxic. How do you say toxic? toxicity? Yeah, in, in in the platforms, and so there are there are people that don't want to engage for in it because of good reasons and we're not saying here like like you know um uh like what's the word um your conscience like like uh don't, don't violate your conscience. don't violate your yeah. conscience we're not yeah. saying that but we are saying that as a church we do recognize that there is a, a an opportunity there is a very clear opportunity for us as a church to be able to put content to be able to put things out where people are at uh, because the reality is, like, people are going to be there on social media, whether you or, or I are not there. Mm. Like, people will continue to be on social media. And so as a church, we find that value. Mm. We want to meet them where they are. Yeah. Uh, and I know, I know you, Bruce, like, joke, we joke about it earlier, but this is not a, a joke anymore. You are on Facebook, and you uh, do something every Monday, Correct. which is what it is. Yes. Something simple as what? Yeah, so on Mondays on Facebook, I I just post every Monday morning, you know, good Monday morning. How can I pray for you today? Every Monday. And I've done that for years. Yeah. And instantly people share prayer requests. And yeah. not just on that that actual post, but people will private message me on Facebook. Mm. They'll Sometimes I get a text message. Sometimes I get emails mm. that they'll email and say, hey, I know you asked for prayer requests this morning. Could you pray for this? And so there has never been a week that has gone by that I have posted that every Monday morning where I have not received prayer requests and people, and not just from people who are believers in Christ. Like I have, same as you, individuals that um, will engage that do not know Christ or ask for prayer requests or, or you know, sh share some pretty vulnerable things mm -hmm. through that platform. And uh, and really, that's like the only thing I ever post, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, from a personal account is just a Monday prayer request. Um and so it's very effective because everybody's almost like a captive audience waiting. I mean, there are people, the second someone posts something, they instantly are responding. It's almost like people are waiting just for anything to come in their feed and they're going to respond. Yeah. And so there's a healthy balance, right? Like yeah. as, as a church, we're not encouraging people that should not be on these social media accounts because of temptations, because of difficulty, struggles, time management, et cetera. There's plenty of reasons why people won't be on yeah. there. What we're saying though, is that if you are, mm -hmm. and you're engaging and you're sharing and you're doing things, there's a huge ministry you can have to people mm -hmm. yeah. through what we're trying to accomplish, even through the social media platforms. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and you're like heavily involved in that. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I think I think it's easy to like, it's easy to just write off social media yeah. Um, beca because it's so accessible and because it's so easy. I think it's just easy to like, to just be like, ah, social media doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, like, like people are there. Um, and so it, sure. it is only a positive to share, right? Yeah. Even if everyone just scrolls past it, mm -hmm. ignores it, whatever. If you get one person that says, you know, I, I want to know more about Christ. I want to know more about this church. I want to sure. know more about this community and they decide to come to an event or come to a service, like then it has all been worth it. Yeah. yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, and like some practical examples, like like for to start with, like just what you do on Mondays at, at basics just shows that there is 
uh, there is a, a, a need or that there is a, a, an audience in those platforms that are either looking for some type of level of community or a, 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 an audience that is struggling, that is hurting, that has needs. And so what a great opportunity for the church in yeah. something as simple as social media to come alongside and to be able to meet some of those things or to be able to reach to those people, you know, uh, um, so I think that's pretty neat. But but on another practical side, like, you know, how many, how often, you know, we post an event and the event happens and we see people are coming in that were like, yeah, who are you or how you get here? Oh, yeah, I saw you guys. Oh, I saw a video or I saw an announcement or some mm-hmm. post that somebody shared. So mm-hmm. there are some values in social media mm-hmm. uh, as far as like reaching the people, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, John, with your role, you know, like as the communication director, marketing director, if you had someone from our church sitting in front of you asking them, hey, like I, I got social media uh, and I I don't really engage, but I have it, uh, but I would like to be more engaging with it for the purpose of reaching those people, what should I do? Yeah, I think the easy thing is just reshare, reshare content. If you've got a social media account, it takes two seconds to hit share to your story or repost it on Twitter or, or X, sorry, whatever. Um, it's 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 an all upside play, right? You know what I mean? Like there sure. there is no it, it harms no one if you reshare it. It it doesn't clog up your timeline or whatever, right? It's just you post it and then you're done. Um, and so there is only positive that can happen, in my opinion, from from that simple act of of resharing. And I would say on top of that, right? Like if if because you know I don't know necessarily the demographic of who listens to Beyond the Pew. But if there are people that are, if, if social media is like a passion of theirs, if, if photography or videography is a passion, you enjoy yeah. creative work, graphic design, things like that. I mean, you can serve the church with those yeah. passions, you yeah. know, and man, could we use additional people um, on, our team. on our team. Yes, we could use, we could use the, the congregation because right now we have very, it's mostly staff involved in in graphic design and visual direction and social media and all that but it would i think it would be so awesome to have the congregation more actively involved in that whole process yeah no that's great yeah yeah that's my plug yeah no i love that and 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 i like that you say like as a as a volunteer plug-in you know like hey if you're gifted you're creative there is a need for you. We yeah. can take part of this, but yeah. no, I think that what you do is so essential and so needed for the ch- in, in our current world. Because the reality is, again, there are people that are hurting, and one of the places that they go to cope is social media. Sure, and we have an opportunity to have a presence mm-hmm. where we can teach them and, and 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 engage with them in that capacity, with the hope that we can bring them here, right, mm-hmm. to the local church. So, uh, I think that you said it great. Like, if you're watching and you have a social media. Like, I would say, even as a pastor, I would encourage you, like, hey, anytime you see something being posted from the Marinata page, first of all, you should follow us. Uh, which is what is our our handler our handler uh, at Maranatha Bible Church at Maranatha Bible Church yeah. you know so you should follow us there to start with right but anytime you see something being posted in that page like I will encourage you to reshare it or to engage with it you know even we beyond the pew like as you're watching this like you should like I will encourage you to share it post it whatever just because there is a, an audience out there that is hurting that in, that is looking for some type of community and sadly they're looking for them and they're finding 
things, but all in the wrong places. Mm. And we have an opportunity to be able to engage with them. Mm. Uh, again, we're not trying to, we're not wanting for you to violate your conscience if this is something that you don't do. But if you do, if you do have social media, you don't have any problem engaging, we will highly encourage you to, to engage with what we post or what we may not to post. Yeah. 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 I think it's, it's easy to, even with a request like that, to just write it off because we're so used to the influencers, right? Like, subscribe, yeah. reshare, whatever. And at the end of the day, they're all doing it. Again, it just comes back to this concept of like revenue, right? They're doing it because it, the more followers, subscribers, sure. whatever, uh, more visibility they have, the better brand deals they can get, the more money they mm -hmm. get from YouTube or advertising or whatever. Maranatha doesn't benefit from any of that. So yeah. these requests are really like, hey, just help us reach people. Yeah, that's that's the that's the I think the spread mission. Spread the word. Yeah, spread the word. It takes two seconds. It's super easy. It hurts no one, and there is only gain, positive yes. gain, right? Yeah, and so you know we talk about this each week with the podcast, the, the desire taking outside the church walls mm -hmm. and living out the mm -hmm. gospel, living out and impacting people. And a lot of people might have started listening to this and see that we're going to talk about marketing, communication, social media, and think like, what What could that possibly have anything to do with living outside of the yeah. church and having no, an impact? I think everyone thinks it's really cool, actually. Do you really? Yeah, 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 you yeah, think yeah, that, yeah, they yeah, think yeah, you're yeah. the cool guy. John's the cool guy. Cool guy over here. He, um, he gives the best trades for but, fantasy but football. The point, <laughs> but the point is going into going into you know the world and going into our, our daily living, our everyday living, marketing communications that we have coming out from the church is on purpose for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so as people see, okay, what's the point of marketing communications? What's the point of what you're doing? It literally is to be able to put in people's lap and people's hands opportunities to communicate and to share the things that are happening in the life of the church, not only for people who will benefit that are within the church, but those that are outside the church to see something's happening here yeah. and, and God's at work here. And we want to tell that story. We want that to be known. And our people engaging with that plays a huge part yeah. in that. And yes. so if you're listening, you know, that's that's a role you can play. Every yeah. person can play that role. Yeah. And so, again, we, we're thankful for what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, we're very thankful. Making a tremendous impact. It's yeah. like the nicest and you guys have ever been to me. Yeah. Well, it's the cameras are rolling. It's only because the cameras are rolling. That's the only reason. Any final thoughts? Uh, any final thoughts, man? I think, I, I think again, like what you guys have said really, really wraps, like really, uh, kind of succinctly states the mission of, of marketing. Yeah. I think I would just encourage everyone uh, on top of what you guys have said is it's one thing when you reshare a Maranatha Bible church post, your pastor sure. here, kind of everybody expects it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a whole nother thing. If our church body really, really, really Absolutely. engaged our, the reach just explodes. All of a sudden, so many people, if, if more of our congregation is involved in this process, so many people now know what's happening in Maranatha, mm -hmm. what we're about, you know, and, and ultimately, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll yeah. you know, hear a gospel presentation and receive Christ as their Savior. So mm -hmm. that's, the, that's yeah. the vision. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. John, do you know how we end each episode with what question? As a, someone that's been listening forever, I don't. Yeah. Really? Really? John. <laughs> you John, are, something John, about John, John, I don't even believe that. I yeah. don't even believe it. Yeah, there's no that way. As a partial... Something, something, something beyond the pew. Wow. Do you look at the cameras when you say it? Wow. <laughs> you got to look at this camera right here. 
Do something beyond the pew. Yeah, it's, it's, wow. What does your, your life, life look oh, like okay. beyond the pew? Okay, okay. May wow, be John. glorifying to the Lord. Yeah, John okay, will nice. never yeah. be back yeah. on this side yeah, of the camera definitely. again. Keep yeah. in mind, so he's been on with yeah. us since the beginning. Yes. And he used to sit behind the camera every episode for season I know. one. used to, though. Season yeah. one, yeah. That yeah. Was it, Forgetful, right? right? Season one, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate well, people tuning in. Yeah, so thank you so much. Week. We'll see you next week with Pastor Brian. Oh,